Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the Militia live on Twitter. X Spaces for the final segment of each show, God willing. And, look, the Orange start off 3-0 for the second consecutive year since... The 59-60 season. That's huge. Wow. Schrader with the Syracuse Keepy uh, Russian touchdown record uh, with four. For a single game, right? For a single yeah. game with four. That's huge. Uh, Could have easily mm-hmm. been five. And he, um, you know, he jogged for part of it and then just gave himself up. Right. Uh, uh, on two tremendous. The second one where he gave himself up at the end of the game was was probably better than the one that he scored on. So yeah. <laughs> you'll hear from us, and we'll hear from you in fan feedback. I mean, he stood there with that ball for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then he was gone. He had a cut. He could have cut. He had a blocker. He could have cut. I don't think they'd have gotten caught from behind. He could have had another. He could have been five. But, hey, look, a humble man does humble things. And it seems like Garrett Schrader was like, you know what? Why? Let's just, let's just, we know who's boss. So no, I mean. Sir, Syracuse leads the series two to one now, taking back to back games in, in consecutive years with Purdue. Fans are fired up. They hate us. And coach said in his, in his presser that, you know, thank God they don't have to play them anymore. I think it's a great rivalry. I, I, I think it's a lot of fun. And it's a lot of fun when you're winning. That's the thing. So I'm, o- yeah. I'm almost okay with, with it ending here for now. And we'll see how it goes maybe in the future. But, yeah. you know. Look, man. Schrader does what he needs to do to get it done. He ain't counting the scoreboard or stats sheet. You know what I mean? No, and he knew. He, yeah. I need a first down, and I'm just going to. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Another five yards would have been nice, though. Just to get him to an even 200. Which no, is the most, his, huh? I don't know if you listen to his presser, but he didn't care. He doesn't care. That's what I'm saying. A, no. humble, a humble man does humble things. He's a humble dude. He he doesn't care. Yeah. He, he, he's, you do know. you have? Do you have that that in the? No, I don't have I any don't players. 
No. Yeah, I was. I, I got okay, I was just gonna say because that's he got asked about it. She, he's like, you know, did you know that you needed five more yards to get to that? And he's like, oh, I didn't find out till after. Maybe I should have won another five. Ha ha. He's like, ah, who cares? He, he, but most players. It's literally he, what he said. He's like, who cares? Like he doesn't care. Like it was the game. He didn't care about getting two hundred. I don't think there's a lot of players that if you are, then you're not doing your job if you're keeping track of how many yards you have throughout the game. <clears throat> That's true, but you'd be surprised. I probably wouldn't be surprised, but if if we knew who they were, right? So, you know, maybe maybe Coach chirps in their ear, "Hey, man, I want to get you five more. Go ahead and do this," and then you know you do it. But anyways, the most uh, rushing yards in a single game in FBS so far this year. So the season's early, but are the season's young, I should say. But still, um, a tremendous performance by. Him and the defense and just all around uh, very decent game. Some things to clean up, and we will talk about all that. But first, we want to hear from Coach after the game. I would just like to tip my hat to Coach Walters. I thought that Purdue played a, a heck of a game, and for a uh, first team, I mean, a first-year uh, staff with those players, that was, that was a good football team. I wish them the best, and I think that uh, there's, their better days are ahead of them. I'm really glad that I'm, I'm looking for Herm Frazier. I'm really glad that they're not on our schedule anymore, that we don't have to play them. I hope that's the truth. Questions? Emily, sorry, you. You know, the defense just had a standout day today, even more kind of than they have in the past two weeks. Uh, was there one or two plays that really stood out to you today? Uh, I think pick a turnover. You know, uh, variety flair, flavor. I mean, turnovers are the you can't get enough of those. You know, you can't get enough of them. So I mean, the way they played, the way they handled the rushing yardage, uh, that was a good, good offensive line, a good quarterback with some dynamite receivers, and and that quarterback had legs as well. And for them to come out of it the way they did, it, I'm really, really proud of them. Anthony Wyatt, obviously we didn't know about a Ronde until like about an hour before the game. Um, how did you go about practicing this week and game planning on offense? And maybe if you could say how quick, how soon did you know that he was out for the season? Well, I don't think that's really important. The biggest thing is we're trying to keep it quiet for one opponent. And uh, the, we want that one opponent to at least take practice time. Uh, Try and find a way to defend a Ronde. And uh, Schrader obviously had a career day on the ground. Were you expecting him to run that much entering the game? And uh, how did he have so much success in that area? This is a very important, very important game in our run, and we need to do the things that we need to do to win. And uh, we asked him to use his legs in this game. And there'll be games when we ask him to use his legs a lot. And there'll be games where we won't. And hopefully, uh, we can get to a lot more of those games. Because, uh, you know, he gets hit a lot, but uh, he also runs by a lot of people. A couple of loud third down conversions that you guys converted. How did you think your team handled the atmosphere? I thought for the first time out, they, they did. There were some young men early with the penalties that I thought they didn't handle the atmosphere very well. But uh, I think they got into the groove and, and the offense started operating with the noise. They got extremely loud on third downs. So uh, that's going to be good experience that everybody can take with them as we move through the schedule. There seemed to be an uncharacteristic amount of drop passes today. 
I, I don't know if that's what you saw, but was that a disconnect between Schrader and the receivers? Was that more so on the receivers end? Like, what, what kind of caused that? I think it might have been just playing at night for the very first time. It was a darker atmosphere than what we've played at the Dome. And you guys know how bright it is in the Dome. And I was sitting there going, ah, maybe I should have practiced them at night. But see, but now all our classes are at night. So now all that being said, I still expect them to catch everything. We like to believe that we're the faking capital of the world. I think that I think they have fantastic keys. They really, they're really jumping stuff well, and there's no hesitation when they put their stab foot in the ground and they go from going backwards to going forward. There's no hesitation. They're green light go, and if they're wrong, they're wrong. But most of the time, they're right. Have you talked to Darden since the game ended? I have not had a chance to talk to him since the game ended. I saw him. How do you look? not much taller. I will say this, I thought that it was a game that I want to go back and watch the tape because there was calls that I, I try to pride myself on being able to see it from the naked eye. And from the naked eye, it was like, well, that's not what I saw at all. And, and I told the officials, I think they do have a tough job. I told them, hey, you know, there's no profanity, nothing bad coming from our side. And I said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at this tape in great detail because there was a, there was a bunch of calls where I just like, even the, um, what do you call it? The challenge, I didn't challenge anything, but the reviews were like, how did they come up with that one? So, you know, they can be right and I can be wrong, but I want to go back and look at the same tape that they looked at in great detail because um, I want to feel better that they were right on everything because right now I'm unsure. All right, so... Look, we'll end with that. I think it's worth talking about again, and that being the the officiating a little bit um, again. Um, but, you know, as far as the defense goes, I love coaches' responses. You know, what's your standout? You have a standout play for the defense. They were just so good all night. He just says, pick a turnover. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's the response right there. He could have stopped right there. But, um, you know, a tremendous game by them. And, you know, when you got to um, hats off, first of all, to Jeremiah Wilson, who was just on another level last night, um, and, and uh, Justin Barron as well, both with, with 10 total tackles, and each of them had one for a loss. And just Jeremiah Wilson, man, I mean, he uh, was full speed ahead, man. He, he, missed, he did miss one late, but he was just timing – he was timing all of those so good the whole night. They they just they they kept going his way, but they really didn't have a shot, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was yeah. he was awesome. So. Well, they sent so yeah, and and that was one of the things. You know, I mean, somebody texted me and said, you know, they're picking on number 14. Well, I mean, that's kind of the defense that we threw out there, right? We took some risks with, um, you know, blitzing later in the game and everything, but for the most part, on down and distance, you know, first down, everything. Uh, we were playing zone and we were keeping everything in front of us to stop, you know, the big plays. And realistically, I mean, how many big plays did they really have over 20 yards? Maybe two. I mean, I don't I don't know for sure. I know that they had the one catch there where I thought Isaiah Johnson was actually going to. I mean, it was just really close to knocking it out of his hands. Um, you know, they really threw for 323 yards and they did have, you know, over 400 yards of offense. But this is a perfect situation of bend but don't break. Um you know, you look at the fact that we have five turnovers. Uh, look at the fact that Purdue, you know, they talk about that big 
big offensive line with a big tight end, and they, you know they run it down your throats. We held them to 80 yards rushing. So um, to be able to do that, to see the D line do that, and the linebackers do that, and then us make just you know like i said ben don't break they turned the ball over a couple times in the red zone they were going to score you know if if we didn't make certain plays uh, then you know maybe the score is a different game but i mean we, this is an opportunistic defense i mean they we took it from four times right yeah i mean, I mean jeremiah that, wilson he, he he punched one out even you know he timed that he timed that tackle and went yeah. right for the ball i mean he punched it right out i mean right it was and even like the uh, the interception you know in 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 live speed, I thought it might have been a pass interference with the guy coming over. But then when you saw it in slow replay, that was a great defensive play. When Marlo X was just in the perfect spot. Yeah. You know? And it's and funny because a running back and he ran like a running back, too, when he got that freaking ball. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. His body would look a lot different right now if he was being if he'd been training and lifting and doing all that stuff as a running back for the past three years. Right. Yeah, but you could yeah. still see that you could still see it. You know, you well, could still yeah. see the running back ability with the way that he ran that. Uh, it ended off with him getting a face mask. You know, that might have been the only reason he got tackled. It's because they face masked him. Um, and it was funny, too, because this past week, they, uh, him and um, Caleb Okachuku, uh, they started off, they started back up the Mob podcast. And uh, Caleb was kind of giving him crap because uh, uh, Marlowe hadn't gotten uh, his first interception of his career. And so four days later, after they talk about it on their podcast, he actually gets it. And so. I mean, you saw him flying around. He had the uh, what the sack where he made Hudson uh, Card fumble. Mm-hmm. You know, we had another play later on in the in the game where I thought it was uh, going to be uh, going to be another fumble, but and we did get the ball. But there was something about a Purdue being out of bounds and touching the ball or something like that. But even yeah, that play, we can talk about uh, that. Anwar Sparrow. He ripped it out of his hands. Virginia Beach native. Yeah. <laughs> so real realistically, the only like mistake that Purdue made as far as, you know, their own shooting themselves in the foot, but a, but a turnover was that one uh, fumble that Hudson Card had when him and the uh, running back had a little bit of a issue with the ball, you know, play action, whether he's going to take it or not. But that was, again, down near the, the red zone. But either way, like, you have to be happy, regardless of the yards that was given up, um, you have to be happy well, with, with the way that de- defense played. And even Derek, Mc- Derek McDonald was flying yeah, all over the field Yeah, he was awesome. Night too. I mean, God. Yep, he had so, a tackle for yeah, a loss, man. six total, four solo. So, right. um, you know, they what what they did, too, I mean, is they made him one-dimensional. So, you know, coming into this game, we know that Hudson Card can use his legs. At the end of the day, he had negative four rushing yards. They had 80 as a team. So, you know, you're going to end up with with those – those passing yards, and they get, they did a good job. He spread the ball around pretty good, but you know they made him one dimensional. They couldn't really do anything on the ground at all, and um, you know at the end of the day, um, you're taking away one. Imagine if you know Schrader couldn't run all game. I mean, you you just, you change the whole complexion of an offense when you've got you know when you take that away, and you know they were out there, and and I mean. Look, it's football. I get it, but they were they were they were trying to take every opportunity they could to make sure Schrader felt it when uh, he was getting tackled when he was on the run. So, oh, uh, absolutely, yeah, that was pretty obvious. Yeah, it was it was more right. That's a good way to put it. It was more obvious than it than it usually is. Like it, it was. You know, he had the target on his back for sure, which he always does, but it was a little different last night. So we got word yesterday before the game, just about a couple hours before the game, that Aranda is out for the season. 
And, um, and the day before that, or I think maybe, was it Thursday or Friday, we found out about... Um, Wallaba. Wallaba. Yeah. 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 It, you know, he was going to be out for the season. And um, with, is, 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 you know, we talked about the receiver depth and, you know, we only, he only, besides LaQuint, you know, you look at Damian Alford and Donovan Brown. Right. I mean, somehow, some way, there's got to be other guys stepping up. If you take out Gadsden, you need to have you, more guys got to step up. Now, I think that Purdue did a good job um, in the secondary of of just coverage, and I think you know that's that's why Gare Trader ended up with the rushing yards that he did. But right. you know. We still got to see someone step up, okay? Because it's about to be full speed ahead here, and um, you know we don't have you don't have Gadsden, and you know I think we all probably maybe thought it in the back of our head that Gadsden wouldn't be around at least anytime soon, but the whole year that's that w- that's a different scenario now, and um, yeah, th- that's going to be. That's going to show up. I think it showed up last night, but obviously I think that that shows up um, throughout the year, and that's going to be, have to be something that they're going to have to figure out. So, Yeah, that's I mean, it, it, right, and as Schrader mentioned, he's, he's got confidence in them and everything like that, but obviously you, know, you go back to last game with you know a couple drop passes, the drop pass by Alford, and then you go to this game and you see – some of the dropped passes now, albeit, you know, the coverage was tighter, like you said, and there was some hits and there was, you know, some of those, you know, got to hit the jug machine, get some, some stronger hands, uh, you know, to, but I just, it's, they just haven't really had to worry about that. So, I mean, that's something that just comes with it. Uh, I still think that their Donovan Brown made some good plays. I mean, Amari Hatcher, he dropped one that probably would have been a touchdown. Um, but I liked, you know, their fight, their effort, uh, you know, Amari Hatcher coming back and on uh, Gary Schrader's fourth touchdown, having a, a key block out there on the cornerback to uh, to spring him free. So um, all in all, I think they did OK. But at the same time, you, you saw LaQuint coming out of the backfield more than than previously. And Schrader obviously had to run. So obviously there was some things that they did um, to kind of go off of. I mean, really, they only had what three three players make a catch. Yeah, yeah I mean, at four, that's, that's what I was saying. At six, Donovan McBrown, yeah. So you, you know, LaQuint's going to have some. He's a, he's a. I mean, it's at this point, he's going to have something. So you really that, only. I'm saying LaQuint. You know, LaQuint's going to get something out of the backfield. I mean, that's going to be the game plan from here on out, right? So yes. you only had two wide receivers catch balls, and you know there was a lot of dropped passes. So. Um, you know, they, 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 some of them maybe squandered the opportunities themselves, um, especially in the, in the, in the beginning of the game. But, um, you know, that stuff needs to be cleaned up. You know, I don't know how, how many games we get to sit here and talk about stuff being cleaned up, but that needs to be cleaned up. And obviously Schrader, like you mentioned, he's going to do what he's going to do. Uh, the dude was an absolute maniac last night and, you know, I think this will probably be the first year where we don't have to hear the fans talk about some kind of bench riding quarterback. Quarterback controversy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, replacing Schrader. And God forbid, you know, we talked a lot about 
Schrader staying healthy. And if he, just by looking last night and seeing what we've seen with Del Rio Wilson, if he ends up getting injured, that's going to be lights out. I mean, I I just don't see, you know, the defense will still do what they're going to do. But, I mean, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. So last night he got up a couple times slow. I saw him limping one time. I just... They're you know, showing him some somebody holding his elbow at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Arm. That might have been that, that might have been routine, though. You know, they were saying that could have been like a routine thing or not not a big deal because it didn't seem. Oh, to, like a stretch or like yeah, some type of, yeah, something. You know, I mean, yeah. you got imagine. You know, he was on the pitch count, and I don't know if he's still doing any kind of PT, but it's totally possible. I mean, who knows? It could, but I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, and we've had this conversation before too. Like, I mean, I think it was pretty much last year, right, when Tucker was struggling, and we're like, you know, right now at this point, all they need to do is stop Schrader and stop Gadsden. Well, now, right now, it's looking like, I mean, a defense can look at, okay, we got to stop Schrader and LeQuint, and then make the receivers beat you. And so they're going to have to be able to do that. And, and they can too, though. That's no, that's that's the thing is they can. I mean, there was drops, there was opportunities, there was there was things there, right. Um, but inevitably it got to a point to where, I mean, what was working was what was working and there was no reason to take, you know, any type of, uh, shots downfield, especially considering how they were going. So some drops, I thought, I don't know what you thought about that interception, but I thought that interception was closer to a 50, 50 ball, uh, that Schrader threw. It was closer to a 50, 50 ball when they're both, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be honest right here. It was probably 60-40. The problem is, is he didn't end up with it when he was on the ground. If 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 he ends up with it when he's on the ground, that's a it's a completion. Because yeah. the, the 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 final say came on the ground. Yeah. So um, he was in a little bit better position. I mean, it was a great catch. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, we talked about it. They have it. Um, they have the the depth there. You know, when you look at. Alford and Donovan Brown and um, Amari Hatcher, Isaiah Jones, Trevor Pena is hopefully going to be healthy soon. And then, I mean, even Daryl Daryl Gill Jr., the, the true freshman, which obviously, you know, as the competition gets a higher, he's going to have to get a little bit better with some stuff, right? So um, we have the, the players there. Um, it's just now they got to figure it out, and they're all kind of stepping into roles, especially with Gats not being there to, you know um, – to where they need to step up. So, and maybe it was what, what what Baber said. Maybe it was that it was an outdoor night game, and that's you know kind of not the normal lighting that they're used to. I mean, you don't want to make excuses, but maybe that was it. So well, the only that thing was, that was an excuse. I wouldn't. I don't think you can use that excuse. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, the only thing the only thing that I look at in, is that by the end of the game, um, didn't look to me like Alfred or. Isaiah Jones were were playing. I know that Alfred left the game a couple different times, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to Isaiah Jones. But all I know is that three receivers on the field in the fourth quarter, for the most part, was Donovan Brown, Amari Hatcher, and Daryl Gill Jr. So, um, be nice to get a uh, see Trevor Pena in uniform here very yeah, shortly. Hopefully, it, it, it would be. Um, hopefully, that's coming. So uh, Syracuse came in to last night's game averaging roughly eight penalties per game. So um, I think uh, uh, four of them came in the first quarter, and obviously we still got the pre-snap issues 
And then, you know, there was one compounded holding call and a late hit out of bounds. It was just dumb play like that. You, you hurt your whole team when you do that. 25 yards and penalties in one play. You know, that's a good way to really screw things up. You know, the late, the late hit out of bounds stuff is something that they're going to call every time. First of all, they're going to call it. And I feel yeah. like you, you actually have more control over that than you do certain things, right? Now, you right. know, a holding call, well, maybe you're, you're saving, who knows, whatever. There's, but it's more justifiable to do. Hitting someone out of bounds is, is not, that's a, that's a boneheaded move. Right. But, um, you know, clean up some of that stuff. Uh, I think Enrique Cruz was calling for one, and I can't remember the other one. Uh, but, you know, that stuff needs to be cleaned up. When I'm talking about cleaning up stuff as far as catching balls, well, that needs to be cleaned up too. And I don't know how many games we say things need to be cleaned up because, you know, we're in full swing now and it's, it's not a long season. You know what I mean? We're, we're, no, a, yeah. we're a, th- a third of the way through the season already, or excuse me, a quarter of the way through the season already. So, um, anyways, it's just one of those things. It's, um, a little bit frustrating, but you know yeah um, well, i mean there's a lot of pass interferences and there was probably the most i mean there had to have been at least six roughing the passer calls in that game right so yeah uh i mean realistically it's just it was ugly on both ends i think that you know that's a game that both play that both in a hostile environment sold out night game you know obviously you're on you know your prime time seven thirty. everyone's a lot of people are watching you right and you're, the game last year was great, and Purdue thought that they won or probably should have won anyway, right? So, yeah. um, they hurt themselves just the way they hurt themselves this game, I mean, right? Yeah. Right, and and even to the point, I mean, you ended up thirty-five to twenty, and you can look at what Schrader did. I mean, at some point, I mean, they got, I mean, twenty-one fourteen. Then we we went right back down and scored twenty-eight fourteen. Then they went right back down and scored. I mean. I, there was a situation where you know I was I was nervous and until you know obviously we got that fifth touchdown and it was just kind of now we have to buckle up and then we got a turnover I believe so yeah um, either way uh, we won we went in there I think we did some things that a lot of people didn't think we were going to do or I, mean, I think there were some people that thought it would be closer and that probably the game wouldn't go that way. Um, but nonetheless, man, I mean, hearing that news that you, you're losing those two guys for the season and going, you know, on the road and stepping up and getting the W three and yeah, that's a big deal too. Going there at night, uh, you know, you got sixty thousand fans in there, sixty thousand plus, uh, a hostile student section, uh, a, a revenge game. You know, there's a chip on the shoulder. That stuff's always always difficult and. Yeah, you can chalk up some of the penalties maybe early to that. But, uh, you know, the faking capital of the world, I love that by coach. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, uh, they did, obviously, we talked about that, but a, a great job there. And then, you know, Darton. So went down a couple times, came back, and then, you know, you know I guess we're, we're going to see what's up with that. But obviously... Uh, he was having some some small issues with something. So one looked like a cramp, if I remember right. And then there's some banged up guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. If you see somebody holding like their leg, like their hamstring or their calf or something like that, and they end up coming back in, then it was a cramp. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, when you have a pull or something like, well, they that, were stretching them. Back in. When you see someone getting stretched, uh, stretching legs on the field, I mean, that's they're they're stretching out a cramp. 
Right. So, um, but the officiating. Okay, so this brings us to the last point for for yeah. the montage. Okay, there was there was three calls that I can remember that were. You can add the fourth, but I, the rule is the rule, and we'll talk about it. And it's yeah. the same thing in the NFL. Um, there was a pass interference that wasn't called in the end zone. On, uh, on uh, Alford. On Alford. Alford. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and um, it was clear as day. He was mm-hmm. the, the, the defender was there way early. And yeah. not only that, but not looking at the ball and his hands up and everything and all up in his shit. So right. um, there was an unnecessary roughness call that was not that was missed when Schrader slid and he took a helmet to helmet. And then yeah. uh, there was I saw the fumble and I, I thought Syracuse came away with it out of the pile. And when they showed the replay, dude, I, that was that looked like a fumble to me. I mean, I don't know what replays they're wa- they were watching, but that looked no, like it was a, a fumble, right? There was one that they they called they did not call a fumble. Hmm. Am I am I wrong? Did they call it a fumble? Am I misremembering that that bad? Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. I, but, the one that I remember is that they that we recovered the fumble, but then oh, you're talking about like there was a fumble and we clearly like came out of the pile. We came out it. of the pile with it, but they were calling it not a fumble. Came, well, I think somebody came back. I know. I think they called it that it was that it was actually um, recovered by the other team. Okay. Well, I don't know how you would have seen that. I wish I knew now. I thought you'd know what I was talking about. But, I mean, there's that, okay? And I'll have to go back and look. Maybe if I go through the play-by-play. I don't actually, that won't, that won't show me. I'd have to rewatch it. But then the one where, he, you know, he touches the ball with his hand out of bounds. He tries to swipe it back in play with his right. hand out of bounds. I mean, that's the rule. The rule sucks. It's a dumb. But, I mean, like I said on Twitter last night, like, you screw up so bad. You screw up so bad that you actually get the ball back in that situation. It's unbelievable. Kind of, it's kind of ass backwards. And um. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're gonna do that to the point where you know you're gonna end the play, then there should be at least some type of illegal touching or something like that. Because that's what they call when you like try to like purposefully like um, like fumble. Well, you can't like, even go out of bounds and touch the ball. Well, I know you can't go out of bounds and touch the ball, but they're in an instance where there is a fumble and you like somebody like it's, like you're supposed to try to recover it. You can't. You're not supposed to be able to like tap it, T- hit forward it, hit or it try forward to, or yeah. out of bounds. So there's there's yeah, yeah. rules where there's illegal touch, and I feel like nonetheless, I mean, if you're out of bounds and you touch it, it shouldn't just end the play and all of a sudden you get the ball like it should be some type of illegal touching to where okay maybe you get the ball but now you're penalized for it like 15 yards or something like that or 10 yards yeah i think you know you can't you can't go out of bounds like a receiver can't go out of bounds and then be the first one to touch a ball that's right that's illegal touching maybe i mean who knows i don't think that one's going to get looked at i just don't think that it's that that it happens often enough for right for it to be like thought about it is is it is what it is it's just unfortunate to um to actually go through that cause a fumble and recover it because a dude was had his hand out of bounds and touches it they get it it's a dead ball right there that's that's, right it sucks anyway uh anything else joe anything else before we do get into fan feedback (sighs) offensive line offensive line uh, yeah, I mean, I think that they were pretty impressive considering that we had to go with Petri and Ellis and Moore haven't played yet. And obviously, they're, we're dealing with 
the news of losing uh, Wallabot Jr. for the whole year during that week as well. So, um, again, I, I, I'm pleasantly surprised at how our defensive line and offensive line handled, um, you know, a Big Ten team that normally has bigger guys, and they might have bigger guys, but I think we handled it right. We schemed them right. Uh, we ran what worked, and, I mean, their offensive line obviously had some issues. Um, well, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, I think they played – I mean, we had some some good plays, some good tackles for losses, but they did move the ball. I mean, they, they took what uh, we gave them, and, you know – but at the end of the day, I think they handled them just just fine. So, um, hopefully, we can get Allison Moore and get in there and you know bring in some some players that might be able to help with the depth and maybe get some of those players some rest during the game. I don't know. Uh, That's I know Joe Moore. Struggle. Joe Moore was supposed to be a right guard, the starting right guard at the beginning of the year. So, um, but at least we know that they're going to come back right now and i think um if our lines handled purdue i think they should be able to handle army's lines so right and uh just a little ca- i mean a little caveat i mean looks to be that this uh the game last night got a couple uh ex syracuse players pumped up about uh playing today on the nfl actually syracuse players and some purdue players so so far, currently, uh, oh, Andre yeah. Sisco has got an interception on Pat Mahomes. And Charlie Jones, the receiver for from Purdue, Purdue last year yeah. that killed us, yeah, he uh, returned an 81-yard punt for the Bengals today. So, Well, he's a talented guy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They had him on, on the sideline last night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It's, I mean, you look at the 323 yards they threw for. I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse and maybe some more points. But Yeah. Um, no, I we, mean, I'm just I'm happy overall with the way that they looked. Uh, it looked like we were had it looked like we looked like we were getting beaten up. I mean, I know there's some sore some sore guys and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some guys that probably are going to be sitting out next week. But um, some big hits. Some big hits, and it, I mean, even going to, into halftime, you know, we had the lead, and I looked, and I'm like, man, I mean, it looked like we had, like, we put in a lot of effort to get that lead, right? And I'm sitting here thinking, is is the, all that running and all that stuff from Schrader, is that going to work in the second half? Are they going to get, you know, tired out? You know, who's going to win the, um, who's going to win the uh, halftime adjustment? portion of the game right in which i mean again i know you didn't play up marlo asks he mentioned that you know, coach rocky long came in and, and wrote up a, a new play a scheme that they hadn't even practiced that they just kind of looked at and kind of ran through on the board and he said that it actually worked a few times out there in the second half so i'm just happy that they went into a place like that and and looked the part and looked like they're supposed to be there and to me i mean they were there were some times where I thought Purdue had a chance to get back in there, but it looked to me like they were in control for the most part. Yeah, it was. It was. I was nervous, but it looked like they were in control. And there was a couple of times where you're like, "Oh my gosh, don't blow this!" But they didn't. So it's just me being a fan. Uh, all right. Yep. It's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on said game, and then you leave them, and then we talk about them here. Now, I was a little excited last night, and I actually forgot to post this right away. So it was a little late. 
unfortunately, but it was up there nonetheless. So, Joe, if you've got Facebook pulled up, I will. Um, I do. I will start off with Twitter at OLQs, who is in the spaces. First off, I appreciate you guys. That's first. Okay, thank you, Cap. Appreciate that. On the game, uh, I effing hate Purdue. Their fans are arrogant and their engineers are terrible. (laughs) How the the F was that last fumble in the fourth? Not our ball when we ended up with it. That missed PI call in the end zone in the first half. Yeah, those were both. Look, one's a rule. The other one is was totally missed. And I don't want to have to 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 do a show every week where what we talk about is the officiating. So with that said, I assume that I didn't. I mean, you know, with that said, there's always going to be missed calls, right? I mean, yeah, I just, but I mean, there was a there was there was two really bad ones: the PI and then the helmet to helmet when Trader gave himself up were obvious. You remember back I, when what? I just I think that any fan watching their team i think that every every game you know because they're not looking at the other you know what we've done to them so every game you can pick out a couple that they missed but if we you know put ourselves in the other situation and as a purdue fan they probably thought the same thing you know i just think that there was just a lot of you know a lot of penalties that whether were on purpose or not i mean that they were legit i mean a lot of those rough in the passers were legit a lot of those Passion interferences were legit. Yeah, there was a bunch of low low hits, man, below the knees. That's obviously dangerous. <laughs> and hitting the helmet and hitting the helmet of the quarterback. So yeah, those uh, were all legit. And there's a lot of penalties. They were playing. They were playing rough. Well, except for them, you know, calling it all the time. You know, the, yeah. it, it seemed to be at one point, especially with the pass interference, that they said, "Okay, look, we're really tired of throwing the flag on Purdue. We're just going to let this pi in the in the end zone go and just." It is what it is. At No Blanchard 44, good teams win, great teams cover. There's not a game left on the schedule that we have no chance of winning. Bring on the ACC championship game. See y'all in Charlotte. Um, look, I mean, as of right now, and we talked about coming into this game and, and um, having really controlled is, is an understatement. The uh, first two games of the season and then coming into this game that, you know, we needed to prove ourselves and we needed a challenge. I think we got a challenge. I think Purdue's a decent team. I still think they're trying to find themselves in, in their defense with a new coach and a lot of new pieces and players on both sides of the ball. But with that said, I mean, Syracuse went in and, 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 and quite honestly, when you look at it as a whole, they dominated that game. And, you know, bring on Army. But I'm, 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 ready, for, I'm ready for ACC play. I want to see what this team can do. And hopefully by the time we get there, we have players. Because that's, <laughs> a, that's the freaking story of our midseason every year. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm excited for ACC play. I want to see how we stack up against these teams. And I, I'm not sold. If that's a buy, sell, or hold, no. I'm, I'm going to hold on the ACC championship. But it's a tough road to hoe. Uh, either way, halfway to a bowl game. And I'll take that. Right now, I'll take three now. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, they have. There's a lot of times when, okay, so we we do what we need to do, and we win what 65 nothing against Colgate, and then 48 seven, you know, Western Michigan. And there's a lot of people with who they play, who they play, um, and then a lot of people that were like, okay, they look good, but I don't know if they're good because we don't know how good these other teams are, right? 
So, I mean, there's if there's anybody, I mean, we can nitpick certain stuff. Obviously, drop balls and, and so on and so forth. You can nitpick every single every single game, every single week. But realistically, you know, I know that I was kind of on a fence too of not knowing how good we were, and I don't even know how good Purdue is, but I do know that they they have size. That quarterback's pretty solid, and they're obviously a step up in competition. So again, to go on the road in prime time, um, you know, under the lights and go and, and beat them 35, 20. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's to me, that's good. That's right on par with what they've been doing to, to these other teams as well. When you follow, you know, step up with competition. Uh, at number one, Q's fan in the spaces. Uh, I hate Perdon't at such a stupidly high level after last year. And it only got worse after last night, the most obnoxious fan base in the entire country. I mean, look, they are. They are. But, I mean, you got Pitt. You got Duke. I mean, those are obnoxious. Pitt was always the one for me, especially in basketball. It was like, just, ugh, just, you just want to go knock the snot out of them. Little brats. But uh, anyway, yes, their, their fans are, they're obnoxious and they're loathsome as hell. I work with two engineers from Purdue. Do, oh, do you for real? Yeah. And when I talk to them the last two two years about this game, they don't even really pay attention to the football team. So, Oh, they don't? <laughs> really? Do they just tell you that because of the outcome? Or do, they, do you really no, think that? No, they just don't seem like sports guys. Oh, I, well, I mean, look, it, it makes some sense. But with that said, you know, um, with that said, it's your alma mater. I mean, you would think that you would think that um, you would have some pride in that. I mean, they're not a terrible team. Die. No. Well, it's funny because it was also you know Thursday. One of the guys that was in there actually had his Purdue uh, shirt on. Oh, yeah. that's why I brought okay. it up, and I couldn't even really talk to him about it because he didn't know or could care less. Um. Let's see. At our files, 90, so many. Defense is legit. The O-line will be an issue for the entire season. Great to have Schrader's legs, but there will be games where the opponent can take that away, so be ready. Uh, we should be the Syracuse yellow. We should be the Syracuse yellow with all the flags thrown. Luckily, Purdue was the same. Yeah, I mean, look, nine last night, averaging eight coming into the game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean it's it's sloppy and a lot of it's preventable. I mean, you know, we talked about earlier in the the, the late hit out of bounds one, um, some of the rough in the passer runs like that stuff is just got to make make a conscious effort to uh, n- have some situational awareness and know what the hell is going on. But yeah, the O line is it scares me a little bit, and obviously there's going to be someone who's going to take away the run game for Schrader, although. It's not going to be. It's it's not going to be easy, and I'm not. You know, it's that would be. A, it's going to be a difficult task. I feel like Schrader is just comparing him to. For, I've seen so far this year to last year, he's just so much better. And I mean, you know, we don't we don't know how bad or how affected he was by the by the injury. You know, he overthrew one that was close to then. I think it was in the end zone or something something around there in the red zone area and it, it was just barely overthrown like you feel like your receiver's got to lay out for that and catch that but his for the most part his passes were they were pretty on point you know what i mean I mean, yeah and i felt um i feel comfortable so much more comfortable with with him back there throwing i feel like this year than than i have so 
Anyway, anything to add to that, Joe? Uh, I mean, yeah, we do have some good stuff here with um, with Facebook. Uh, we got uh, Zach Shea. Our boy uh, Zach. Yep. First real game of the year I've been able to sit down, put on the lucky jersey, and give a tentative watch. I see a lot of promise. We just desperately need to stay healthy. The defense is legit. It's time for the wide receivers to step up, and then we can really can have something cooking. I was very pleased with how well the O-line played. I'd like to see some of the other running backs get some run in the hands and prove with catching. We can't let Schrader take a beating for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's that's what you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier in the open yeah. in in having to have the receiving core step up. And you know, the defense is like Ryan said. The defense is legit. I mean, their offenses, good offenses are going to struggle with this defense. His talent all over the place. What Jeremiah Wilson did last night to me was, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I no, mean, yeah. I mean, like he I was, said before, he was like tremendous. When, when you play a zone and you keep everything in front of you, then you got to come up and you got to attack and you got to make that play, you know? And obviously, if you don't have that speed and that aggressiveness to go up there and meet him before he can turn and square his body and make you miss, well, then you're going to get those tackles. You're going to make those plays. You're going to have those fumbles and those pass deflections pass breakups, stuff like that. So, um, you know, it was great to see. It really was great to, great, great to see because I think that he can play man. So you saw him play man and, and, and defend some balls, and, and you saw him play zone and come up and, and, make the, and make the tackle. He's fast, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that gives us options. And, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of the same stuff, you know. It's, it's a lot of, you know, let's see, Mahir. Oh, Mahir getting in on the football stuff. All right. What do you Mahir, get, yeah, my first time watching them, and I was kind of impressed. Never seen rattled. They were in control. I felt the entire game. Uh, wide receivers can't keep dropping passes like that, though. Schrader and Wax played like veterans. Good win, right? So, um, let's see. Andy Stewart, defense better than last year, question mark. Wide receivers need to step it up a bit, even with Purdue holding and interfering with them all night. Um, uh, yeah, I'm better than last year. I mean, it's a tough call, but you know you've got a lot of veterans that are obviously uh, a, another year under their belt, and you know possibly a little bit bigger, maybe a little faster, a little stronger, and you know that's good. Kept a lot of those guys around, and you know Derek yeah. McDonald, like we said, you know he he wasn't quiet last year, but he's a problem. <laughs> I mean, there's so many there's so many guys on the defense that are a problem. Uh, Derek McDonald is one of my favorites. I, I really like yeah, he what was, he's doing. He was all over the place. And, yeah. you know, I can go. Th- I can go through all these comments, and it's pretty much the same thing. Talking about how good our defense is, about how great Schrader played, but he can't take those hits all year. Uh, yeah. John Newman, Schrader starting to enter top ten Syracuse running back conversations. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a good one here though um, that's not kind of on the same breath of of everything else you know as far as o-line played good d's good schrader did good receivers need to catch the ball refs suck right those are about the top five of what those are the talking that's, about yeah that's right? the, the powerpoint presentation right there in a nutshell <laughs> pretty much right yeah. um you know but uh michael delello um top fan michael delello um Great win, and now we have a better idea of what kind of team this is. It's the first non-conference road win in 17 years. Wide receivers need to clean up the drops, but the O-line played great. Defense is swarming to the ball. We might have something here. And then he was kind of corrected from um, Mark Comstock 
um, that it was um, the first non-conference Power 5 road win that we've had in 17 years because we have gone on, on the road recently and beat some Mac schools and stuff like right, that. Right. Western Michigan yeah, comes yeah, yeah, to yeah. mind. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're looking at stuff where you're looking at not only are we just, we started three and zero, and obviously it does have something to do with playing Colgate and Western Michigan first. But I mean, we're top five in in, in offense scoring, as far as yeah. scoring. We're top five in you know the scoring defense as far as points allowed. We're only allowing nine points a game right now on average. Um, you know, first time that we've gone on the road, and albeit did it in a sold out crowd under the lights on primetime, You know, NBC and um. You know, it, first time in 17 years. We talked about the Schrader Rick and the record for you know touchdowns as a quarterback. First time we started off three no two years in a row since um, 50s 50, and 60s, 59, right? 59, 60. Yeah. And then I mean, and even throw it on there. I mean, we beat a Power Five school. I mean, it's not the best. Purdue made it to the Big Ten championship last year, and I know that they had big turnover, new coach, but. When was the last time that, you know, a lot of times when you do this schedule, you know, you, you, you schedule a home and away with a non-conference. When was the last time that we've swept the non-conference two years in a row as far as against the Power 5 Yeah, team? Power so, 5, I'm, I'm not sure. It's a good question. So, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. It's it's a situation where, I mean, I think we can say that we are good. I mean, I, I don't know if we can say that we're, like, going to the ACC, ACC championship. championship. But I love the, the, the day, optimism I, there. I think, I think that it, the optimism for it has gone up. Um, and you look at the power index from ESPN, I think we're like 16th on there now, albeit that just goes by the numbers. It doesn't really put in there who you played and strength schedule and all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, with Army coming in, we know our history with, with Clemson. And, you know, as long as you can stay healthy and you can keep the momentum, you know, then confidence builds and, you know, you start playing very, very well. You start clicking. Um, we know it needs to be done. And uh, really, I'm just excited to, to see where it goes. We all know that all it takes is one injury for this thing to be over. So, um, you know, I'm just going to have fun with it, and, you know, until until it either goes the have fun until it's not fun anymore. Route, yeah. Or, yeah. Or we beat Clemson with Dungey the year before and then he gets hurt and we lose the rest of the games of the season and go five and seven. Right. Um, we know we know how this thing goes, but we also have said that, and we've spoken of how we're more deep in a lot of areas than we have been. So, um, and I mean, we have a better. With, I mean, with, I love Dungy. Okay, I'm not taking anything from Dungy, but we have a he. Schrader's a, a better passer than Dungy. I think, as far as that goes, he's way more comfortable. And the depth you could have argue been, he's a you can argue he's yeah, a better you, runner. Too. You could. You really could. You really because when you see you see when Schrader, when Schrader starts getting, I mean, a couple of those runs when he gets straight downfield, and I mean, he starts to running past people when he gets his strides and he's, yeah. and he's running in a straight line. It, it's um, it's what he, he does gets, in the pocket when he's scrambling, which is impressive too to me. I mean, no, the way how, how elusive he is, and they mm-hmm. got a spy on him, and the spy even shadowing him and, and missing him i mean he's got a straight you know he's got a really decent angle on him and everything and he still missed him so yeah. that's i mean dude that's so difficult and he, he's just freaking electric i love watching yeah. him and, and he just, made oh me too and he made a lot of smart great plays and then he also in doing that when you're this type of quarterback sometimes you 
try to do too much. And, you know, we saw plays with that too, where he got sacked or took some hits that he didn't need to. So, yeah. At the end of the day, we're doing stuff that we haven't done in a long time. And you can see, um, you know, these players are confident. You can see the coaching coordinators, the play calling is good, defense and offensive wise. Um, special teams, uh, I don't know. I mean, last night was probably, you know, we took a step back on special teams, I think, yesterday. Um, yeah, with two shanked punts, a missed field goal, and, you know, I don't know what you chalk it up to, but the punts was the big one for me. I kind of more so understand the field goal, I guess, than I do the punts. I mean, I don't know. No, I mean, first outdoor game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, on the road, Rutgers crowd. He had one forty-three you know, long punt, forty-three uh, yard punt, which was good, and which we know that's what he can do. It's just, yeah. Maybe the problem is, is that the other two only equaled up to sixty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think one was twenty something. <laughs> um, at yeah. baptized by fire seven, I was impressed with the O line, but the wide receivers stunk to high heaven, and the D was very aggressive, but we gave up too many yards in the air. But we did stop the run. Well, that's why we gave up too many yards of the year. I mean, you, you're going to – it's going to be one or the other. Hudson Card's a Most talented guy. And it, it, Hudson Card is a, is, is a talented guy, and I think you know to hold him to negative four on rushing, it was huge. It just – it flustered him. It counts the sacks, though. And Yeah, I know what it counts. I, I know that. But at the end of the day, that's what the stat sheet says. So um, – you know, don't, don't take sacks. You know, how many sacks did Trader take? Only well, took a couple, didn't he? Still ended up with 184. Or, excuse me. Um, 195. Uh, okay. Let's keep going here. Let's do a couple more. You got anything else that's a little bit different? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, <sighs> at Cuse Waterboy. This one's different. At Cuse Waterboy 2. This is the second account. Hopefully it doesn't get shut down. Uh, I haven't mm. seen a train derailment that bad since East Palestine, Ohio. Mm. Oh, Lord. Too soon, man. They haven't even cleaned that up yet, man. I know. Is they, are they st- yeah. So it's still a ghost down there? Uh, it's not funny. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's not funny. It's really, it's not funny. Okay, Tony. Stop it. Uh, at Cody Westfall, 77, 3-0. Schrader is a magician with the ball fakes. Dome should be packed and rocking next Saturday. Look. That dome needs to be packed. I don't know what else you would want. What kind of situation do you want? 3-0 coming into, uh, that's a noon game, right, Joe? Army? Yes. It's a noon game. You're 3-0 coming into a noon game. I don't know how many excuses you got, but I feel like that place should be packed. And if I, if I remember right, I think tickets are still um, pretty solid. I think they're under 20 bucks. Mm. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I saw a screenshot from uh, Waterboy that was showing some that um, ten dollars, I think, still. Okay, so. well, there you go, under twenty. I mean, it does that doesn't look. I'm trying to get tickets to the to a couple different games right now on the road, and you know, if you can get one for ten dollars, twenty dollars, I mean, guys, it's it's not like that anywhere else. So they're throwing the fans a huge bone, and you know, just take it. <laughs> Wait till they do these fifteen minute cities. You're gonna be like, man, I should have went to more games. I can't even, can't even, can't even leave my bubble. So, well, I mean, and at the end of the day, too, it goes to like, uh, you know, what what Waterboy said. You know, last time when we had him on, it was more or less like, you know, the tickets are ten now. 
if we ex, you know, if we get good, they're start making be, bowl games every year, and people start going to the game, and they start selling more season tickets, then those ticket prices are going to go skyrocket, and then it's just going to be another excuse as to why these people, you know, can't go to games. Because I'm telling you right now, living away from Syracuse and going to the Duke games, the Wake Forest games, the NC State games, you know, the games that I've gone to down here, um, you're not getting a ticket for under fifty. Forty dollars with I, fees. Forty dollars with fees is excellent. I mean, the the lowest ticket I've seen in this was th- late season Duke. Okay, well, the the best price ticket I've seen so far this year, places I've looked, is fifty dollars before fees, and fees yeah. were twenty seven or twenty eight bucks. So you're looking at about eighty bucks a ticket. That's you know, ain't cheap. So be happy. You got what you got. All right, let's just do one more, and we'll wrap this up at Salty Warrior 4. Way closer than it need to be. Wide receivers need to work on their hands this week. But while the defense was making plays out there, and Schrader is a magician. Absolutely. So um, I think the fans are all on the same page, man. And it's not hard to see. I think yesterday's game really showed us what this team has as long as they can stay healthy. I think they can hang with anybody. And the defense and Trader, the decision-making and the legs, all of that is going to um, keep keep them in games. And, you know, we just need some wide receivers to step up a little bit. And I think we will. They're talented enough to do so. So, you know, just got to get them settled in. And, you know, there's plenty of games left. But it starts getting real pretty quickly here so anyways yeah uh anything else from you joe yeah i mean i'm just happy with the performance happy with the the acc versus big 10 performance altogether i think yesterday i think that we had six games through the acc slate um between the acc and the big 10 and i want to say we went five and one so acc's uh kind of representing this year them good so far against the uh Against the SEC, and you know, like I said, yesterday was a, a good day for the ACC, I believe. Yeah, I mean, just think about the the schools in the ACC. I mean, you even got Duke up there, um, just lighting it up. You know. Yeah. So Duke and Miami are both ranked. Yeah, and of course you got Florida State. Who's that? That game surprised me a little tiny bit, if I'm being honest. Well, I know that it was a kind of a special day, I guess. I think it was a little windy because, um, you know, they're supposed to be getting that, you know, hurricane that's off the coast weather, um, you know, early start. And uh, I don't know exactly what the temperature and everything was up there, but I do know, you know, that they had – they were, like, memorializing or there's a ceremony yeah. or something for a guy that uh, – lacrosse player, I believe, that graduated from Boston College that died during 9-11. Yeah, um, they do that every year. They have a – Wells – Right, they have yeah, a, yeah, they yeah. have a game yeah, for him yeah. every year, home game for yeah. him, and then yeah. you know everybody had on their jerseys um, four wells or something like that. But oh, and I ain't gonna lie to you too. Um, I know that they you know they had that what, Emmett Moorhead or something uh, went to ACC Media Day, and he was the, the quarterback that he kind of you know finished the season last year with Boston College and looked better than the other guy. But um, since then this year, I mean, they got a new. I don't know if I don't want to say. I don't know if he's a, Red shirt, true freshman or whatever, but Castellanos 
that quarterback that Boston College has put, has put out there yesterday, he has got some wheels. He can throw. We've seen all three in the last two so weeks. He can uh, throw, he can run, and um, it looked to me like Boston College's offense was far and away better than what it was against the – Well, you know, two Hulk. weeks in a row they were not great at all. So, yeah, they, they yeah. look decent. They look decent. But it's Boston College. So yeah, you can say that. that. Yeah. You can say that, but there's been times where we've said, "Oh, it's just Boston College," and then they line to come to the dome uh, and line oh, up. What was the last run one? Run the ball the, fifty miles or the, fifty times. Runs the ball fifty times and beats us. Yeah, well, they they killed us in the dome uh, a few years back. It's like fifty something to three or something ridiculous. If you remember right, yeah. they got yeah. the snot kicked out of them. So, anyways, what happened to your monarchs? They're not my monarchs, I'm Joe. Pretty they, sure they you dubbed ha- them they, your monarchs. They can't. Last they podcast. can't hang. They they can't hang that long. They put up a fight, though. They were up They're seventeen. Up seventeen, nothing. nothing a half. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect them to win the game? I mean, they just couldn't close it out, man. It was a huge. I mean, that would have been a, that would have been another. You didn't go. That's why. No, oh, maybe I had other things to do. Then go see your monarchs. Be old Joe. You're gonna Lake stop. Forest. You're gonna stop that right now. It's what? It's twenty minutes from my house. It's a convenient place to go. The tickets are like you can get a ticket for that game for like twenty bucks. Wow, that's more expensive than the Syracuse Army game. <laughs> I know that's crazy. Right? Look, they they did they look, bring out a, they have a good crowd there. They, um, some of the people um, around here are crazy saying, about the Monarchs. Like you? No, Joe, don't start do this have shit to, with me, do bro. We have don't to fast forward. Do we have to fast forward or sorry, rewind the podcast yeah, fast last forward. week? I mean, you can check it out. It's on. It's on there. I know. I listened, and you said my monarchs. Okay, whatever. I can't wait until you know they play a lot of ACC teams too. By the way, uh, one of these days they're you know might do a little, a little tit for tat with ODU and Syracuse. Oh yeah. What happens if ODU actually if uh, they end up in the ACC and you're gonna have to choose between your monarchs yeah. and the orange? Joe, just don't give me that shit. I grew up in Syracuse. I'm orange through and through. Don't give me that. I've been here okay. for. Tw- I've been here for. 22 years so you're technically so i mean well i mean no i mean i see more last year when they beat virginia tech i thought that was awesome that was that was tremendous okay so i i i had some love for them then i did okay they're not my monitor i couldn't even name you i couldn't even name you five players on the team so (laughs) stop um anyway uh look wednesday i'm thinking army preview Okay. We'll find out who Army is. They're two and one right now. By we'll the find way. out who's not playing. Find out who's not playing. Coach's presser will be tomorrow. We'll go ahead and listen to that. Uh, hats off to the Syracuse defense. Hats off to Schrader for uh, everything they did last night. Just tremendous, and um, they're for real. So we'll see what happens today. We'll we'll see, we'll see what happens going into. What do you mean today? We'll see what happens going into ACC play. If everybody can stay healthy and keep doing yeah, what they're that's doing. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like I said before, I mean, I mentioned it before. I noticed that Isaiah Jones and, and Alford weren't on the field late. And, you know, we're talking about receivers having to step up now that Gadsden's gone. And then you see all the, the drop balls and stuff. And obviously, it's not like we're going to stop passing. So I, I mean, we need people to step up. We need a couple of guys that haven't played yet this year to get healthy. You know, Ellis Moore and uh, Chen Pena. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just 
right now were legit. Yeah, we went through this. Pena back right? would be that would be a big one. So hopefully. it's just when is the season gonna you know is it gonna be like once every five years that we get a season that like we keep enough people healthy to actually win nine or ten games and go to a decent bowl or is it gonna be you know it comes down to something situation and I don't know what it is but. You know, you've, I, don't know, I don't know what it is either, but it's like, like again, that Dungy year, he would, I mean, the year before we went 10 and 3, we went 5 and 7. But, I mean, I think we were 5 and 1 and beat Clemson or something like that. And then we lose the next six games or something like that. And obviously, there was the COVID year, which is awful. And, you know, Schrader goes down last year after a 6 and 0 start for two games and then we had a couple other starters go down and next thing you know What's I mean mix? I don't really even know if Schrader was fully healthy for the whole year and we lose what the next five and get one to get to seven wins I mean and the bowl game was kind of a was kind of you know there's a lot of players not playing right right it's one yep. of those deals and you know if you don't get into these big bowl games I mean that's what you're gonna do even if you do sometimes you know and you're going to deal with that. I think across the board, guys wanting to stay healthy. And I get it. Yeah. Well, I, we I found totally out that it. Tucker actually couldn't play anyway because he was ineligible to even do the, you know, the um, NFL combine and stuff like that. But, you know, Bergeron and Garrett Williams was hurt. Um, Bergeron, uh, you know, obviously he was going to sit. I forget if Mikel Jones played or not, but I don't want to say he, he did. didn't. No. Oh, well, he was injured, right? I think he got think, injured. Yeah, later it was. In the he got, too, it so. was that towards the end of the year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was all kind of. So, Bergeron was really the only one that was healthy that sat. And, you know, it was actually smart. You went to the senior bowl, one of the main standouts, and he just, and his stock flew up, got picked in the second round. And now he's starting left guard day one as a rookie at Atlanta. So, yeah. Yep. Big time. All right. That's going to do it for us. Look. Appreciate all of you for listening. Thanks to everybody getting in Twitter spaces. Appreciate the feedback on the game last night. We're going to see you back here Wednesday. And don't forget to look for the prediction tweet. Let's get your predictions on the Army game. For Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Please.